Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post and my good friend, my dear friend, my long-lost friend, Aaron Evernham. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It, it does feel like it's been a while. I think I came back like a week in between, but regardless, I haven't been around too much. We were just talking about this, and this is beyond sprint car racing. <laughs> We have carved out for ourselves lives that are really, really, really blessed Mm -hmm. and good. We do so many things we like to do. You said if someone could give you something today, a few hours of sleep would be what you would want. That's what I asked for. I'm like, just a few hours of sleep. And the person did say, sorry, that's one thing I'm not giving. Yeah, um, (laughs) I I actually did. I got rained out with summer shootout last night, and I got spectacular Uh, sleep last night. That's uh, uh, my my buddy Richard Marshall, of course, with uh, Stenhouse Stenhouse Marshall Racing or Marshall Stenhouse Racing. Um, Richard, we were talking at PRI, and he's like, sleep is the holy grail. Sleep is the holy grail. And that's one thing I've been doing fairly well. Mm. Uh, I have my whoop monitor, and I, I monitor my sleep. And last night was an 87% night. Wow. Last week on time, or two weeks ago, I had a 100% night of sleep. Wow. One of those nights where I didn't have to wake up in the morning, and I went but to bed But that means really that early. you were, like, in the deep sleep, too. Yeah, like the, the, that's wow. it, the percentages. Oh. So, but still. get a whoop. Yeah, the, the things are fascinating. They really are. But it's just, but it's just chaos. And it's, I mean, like, you know, I've got double summer shootouts tonight, and I'm going to the beach tomorrow morning with my daughters for three days so I can come back Saturday night to work a race at Hickory. Yeah. So it's like I, I can't complain about yeah. it because it's all blessings, but it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then the sprint car world. <laughs> Everyone's losing their mind in the sprint car world. Oh, yeah, they are. We'll talk a little bit about losing minds and everything else, and I've lost my earpiece here. So oh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But I but I do want to mention this. On Thursday, I flew to Pocono um, early for the, the NASCAR and ARCA festivities up there. And um, I went to Linda Speedway. It was um, Pennsylvania Hyper, Pennsylvania Micro Speed Week. The micro, uh, the 600cc yeah. non-wing micros. Um, this was ridiculous. One night they had 96 cars. Oof. The low car count was 77. So I think there was 87 this night at Linda's. And Linda's is one of those tracks I've never been to before. And it's just an old school, um, been around forever, Mm -hmm. uh, racetrack. And I loved being there. Loved being there. Um, They had a situation with the water truck that made it a little longer than I wished for. But Mike Mike Batts is a great, great guy. He runs the track. And he just stood up at the driver's meeting and said, guys, this is what happened. And we're going to do the best we can. And they actually paid a higher purse just as an apology to be wow. like, okay. Um, but the the whole Kyle Larson goes to Port Royal, wins on Wednesday night. Kyle Larson goes to Linda Speedway and wins on Thursday night. Got a whole mess started with, uh, and, and this goes to NASCAR with cup drivers running truck races and everything else, you know. And it's just like... The, but but I'm there at Linda's, and it struck me. Aaron, there was three things that I heard at Linda's over and over again. 
two of them over and over again. Once I heard it, one of them I heard like three times, and I was shocked to hear it one time, oh. three times. The first thing that I heard over and over again, Christopher Bell went to New Hampshire, won that race. Yeah. Him and his father-in-law, Brian, Brian Kemenaw, yeah. loaded up the micro, and they did Pennsylvania Speed Week. They didn't <laughs> do Saturday night, but they did Monday through Friday of the micros. They had a ball. I talked to Brian up there. Yeah. They were having a ball. Christopher was having a ball. Kids were coming over with their micros, and Christopher was signing them and getting pictures with it. The first thing I heard the most often up there was, isn't it cool that Christopher Bell is racing with us this week? I just think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. And the, 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 the drivers moving down and doing this and doing that. I heard none of that at Linda Speedway. Everyone in the pits so I talked to. So the people that, are, that the, matter. That ma- that are the racers, okay? Yeah. Here's the second one, okay? Kyle Larson goes and wins Port Royal, okay? And he was going to go to Linda's to watch because he's got all kinds of people, all the micro kids, at, yeah. uh, the, the, the Price family at, um, at, uh, at Millbridge, um, Lance's son Cole. Yeah, everybody knows Kyle Larson. Yeah. So the plan was he was going to go there and watch. Well. Kyle is not good at going to racetracks and watching, and he knows that. So Thursday morning he gets up, he calls Brian Carber, who fields a bunch of the micros for for the Chevrolet program and everything, and he said, hey, does anyone have a car? Brian says, oh, I know we've got a car. Jumps in the car, goes out and wins the race. The second thing I heard beyond Christopher Bell was, how badass is it that Kyle wanted to come race with us? that he would get up and make phone calls in the morning to come race with us. That is so awesome. And so, and Kyle won the race. There was a kid, Steven Snyder Jr., up there that, I am telling you, this kid gave Kyle everything he needed. Kyle didn't, Kyle couldn't have taken too much more from this kid. This kid was right there through traffic the last 10 laps. It was wild. And one misstep by Larson, and Steve Snyder Jr. is talking about, I beat Kyle Larson at Linda Speedway, because that's how good he was. So it was great. Now, those are the two things I heard. This was the one that I heard that blew me away, but I think it speaks volumes for the racers racing against some of the best talent in the world. Okay? I kid you not, three different people, three different places, talked to me and said, I wish Kyle Bush would come up here with his micro and race. That's cool. That is. I think that is awesome. I do too. Kyle, his story, if you've not been following along with it, his son Brexton runs yep. the box stocks out at Millbridge. Kyle, uh, Kyle Bush, another guy that's he's good at being dad, but he's probably not good at watching micros go around the racetrack, has got himself a micro and has raced it a little bit. They've gone out to California and raced it. They've gone to Texas and raced it. And Kyle has raced it now a little bit at Millbridge. I thought it spoke volumes for the racer mentality in the pits at Linda Speedway for them to say, why not? We want Kyle Busch to come race with us, too. Well, think about that experience about the kid you said that almost beat Kyle Larson. Like, he'll never forget that. Yeah. And... It's not like, oh, I lost. It's like, man, I almost beat Kyle yeah. Larson. And he wore Christopher Bell on all week long. And you know what? Long. He only got better by racing with <laughs> yeah, Kyle Yeah, no Larson. doubt about it. And, and so, but the, 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 the Bell one didn't surprise me. The Larson one was what triggered all of the conversation. And I love the- From I love social the, media. Yes, on social media, not in the pets. Yeah. Okay. And the Kyle Bush one blew me away. Because I'm like, what? You know- but racers, we, we can all talk about Kyle Busch, and we do in NASCAR land all the time. The one thing you cannot deny is that he is not a talented, extremely uber-talented yes. race car driver. And it's not going to be long, and Kyle Busch is going to be winning micro races. Yeah. He's that guy. He's that good. He's going to win micro races. And I just thought it was so Pennsylvania-ish for those micro racers to say, we want Kyle Busch, too. That's neat. That is bring cool. up Larson, bring up Bell, bring up Kyle yep. Bush. Who, who else? Come on in. Come on in. Yep. I just thought it was neat. And, and Linda Speedway, man, I'll tell you what. I, I had, a, I had a, just an enjoyable time. The micro world is something that I was not familiar with. Um, Eastern Pennsylvania or Central and mm-hmm. Eastern Pennsylvania micro world is spectacular. Yeah, and it always has been. Always has yeah, been. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize it was there. Short period of time. I've driven that. by Linda Speedway 150 yeah. times going to races. 
Yep. You know. Kutztown, there's a bunch yeah, of them. Kutztown yeah, Kutztown is up there. Um, I mean, it's good. Path yeah. Valley has a great program yep. with them out in the western part, too. Uh, neat stuff. All right, let's uh, – let's. Uh, so those are the three things I heard at Linda Speedway. Not um, what you read on the internet. Not what I read on the internet. And, and I loved, again, I loved going Cherry to Linda pickers. Speedway. Yes, exactly. Cherry pickers, exactly. <laughs> loved going to Linda Speedway. Just absolutely – I walked in and I knew that place. I'm just – that place is – that's it, just old school yeah. dirt track is what it is. I think that's where David Gravel used to come over and race there. there. He yeah. raced there something. Yeah. Good stuff. Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. The Summer Nationals at Williams Grove, despite the scrapping and fighting and clawing between the Ramers <laughs> and Danny Dietrich, there was racing on the racetrack. Um, and um, first off, to set the table on this, going into Williams Grove on Friday night, the last 24 World of Outlaw races in central in Pennsylvania, in the state of Pennsylvania, the posse had two wins, both by Brent Marks, and he won the national open and he won the um, the summer summer uh, summer nationals last year. So it had been a drought for the Pennsylvania posse, with yeah. with the exception of Brent. Okay, well Friday night, the floodgates opened up. <laughs> First place, Lance Deweese. Second place, Brent Marks. And third place with a last lap pass of Brad Sweet was Anthony Macri. Lance is going to join us here on the program. 106th Williams Grove win. That's almost like, did I not write that down right? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and you can make the argument that that's not his best track. You easily make that argument, yeah. I mean, it's not poor yeah. oil, you know. I mean, 106 Williams Grove wins, and when you look at the wins he's getting now, those are all big wins yeah. against. He, he, he'll he go there for a tune-up show and win a race, which he did last week. But I am telling you, you start looking at the quality of those wins. Well, any win in Pennsylvania yeah. is quality, but, but I'm telling you, there's a bunch of those wins that are all-star all and are, World of yep. Outlaw wins. Um, and his 18th World of Outlaw win. Saturday night, I think this story is fantastic. Brad Sweet got the win. Danny Dietrich represented the posse on the podium, and Sheldon was third. Brad, 53 races at Williams Grove. It was his 53rd start before he got a win. They have worked on a project, Brad has. And I just read this this morning, or I would have had young Hank dial up Brad to talk about this. Okay. They have worked on a project over the last few years, and this is what I love about a racer like Brad Sweet. His driving style and Williams Grove have never matched up. They have built a Williams Grove-specific car. With different things on it. With different things that will make him comfortable. Where did you read this good stuff? Read that right in the race results. I wish I'd have read it earlier because I'd had young Hank dial up. Yeah. Brad. This fa- and I know it's got a fascinating yeah. deal. Okay, I want all the details. Yes, exactly. So they built this car. They finished fourth on um, Friday night, and they won on Saturday night. Oof. And you know where the car is now? Parked in the race shop. You Til- won't see that car until the national, national open. open. Yep. Um, I love. We've talked to Brad. Remember our visits with Brad six years ago, five years ago, seven years ago yeah. about how hard he worked at driving Knoxville. Yeah, remember sitting and talking with him at we, Jackson or yeah, something. Yeah, sitting and talking with him and what a what a, what a a student he mm-hmm. is of his driving, what a student he is of this track and that track. Yeah. This reminds me of that. Absolutely. I remember him talking about you know his brother-in-law, Kyle. He's like, I'm not naturally gifted like that. I work for this. And gosh, he's worked hard and it's worked. Yeah. Well, you think about this. You think about it from all perspectives. Okay. So he goes in and gets that first Williams yeah. Grove win, $20,000 win. First win since the end of March with the World of Outlaws. Although he's he's been rolling along yeah, yeah. well. Brad's been rolling well. Okay. Um, but um, but you think about it. We always talk about the point battle, and the point battle is looking awful close. Yeah, it is. And it used to be, I'm telling you, it used to be Williams Grove was an area where those guys could make up some ground on Brad. No, Not sure they're going to make up ground on him when they get there for the National nope. Open. So stay tuned. Great stuff. Fun, fun stuff. When we look at the Outlaws versus the Posse, the Outlaws this year, two wins, Jacob Allen and Lincoln, Brad Sweet at Williams Grove, the Posse, Brett Marks won at Williams Grove earlier, Lance this week at Williams Grove, Kyle Larson had the win at Port Royal. All-stars, all-sunshine, all the time. He led every feature lap at Lake Ozark Speedway Crazy. this weekend. Let's see, real quick, other winners. 
Um, Danny Schlaffer is a great guy. I met him years ago up at an IRA race, and he's been running 360s at the time. He got his first IRA win. Oh, wow. So I'm really happy for Danny. Um, Danny Dietrich had a strong weekend. Um, he picked up the win at Baps Motor Speedway Sunday night. Did you see the finish at Houston's by I any did. chance? I did. I did see How about that. our old buddy Brooke Tatton? I was very happy. Interesting last lap. Well, interesting last lap. Very. I think Brooke liked it a lot. Yeah. And the ASCS National Tour Sizzling Summer Speed Week is going on. Tim Crawley won at Batesville. There's no breaking news when Tim Crawley wins no. in the Deep South. And Wayne Johnson won at I-30, and we will talk with Wayne. So we're going to talk to Lance DeWeese. And Wayne Johnson, Hefner Racing Products, HRP Wings, the original recessed rivet wing manufacturer. They use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace the industry in design, innovation, and functionality. And not only sprint cars, but lightning sprints, micro, and junior sprints. And they ship across the world and can be economically ground shipped to your door. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. Let's step away, because when we come back, Lance DeWeese, he joins us next. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Right on our streak. You like how I did that, didn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hercules getting in there. The old, the old Hercules strongman, you know. Little Greg Wilson victory lane grunt there, you know. I mean, um, yeah, Hercules Tires, our sponsor of our show. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Fresh off from another win at the Williams Grove Speedway on Friday night, his 106th career win. Lance DeWeese joins us. Hello, Lance. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? We are doing well. Lance, when I watched you post-race on Friday night, get out of the car, go up on the wing, do the interview with uh, do the interview there with, with Dirt Vision, um, there looked to me like a really, really look of satisfaction in your, in your eyes. What is it like to be racing and to, to, to beat the World of Outlaws at Williams Grove? Well, that means a lot to us local guys. Um, just not me and you, know, all of them. Um, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to do a, a decent amount of times during my career. Um, but it, you know, it's kind of a little bit of dry spell for us as far as winning an outlaw show. Me personally, so um, it was it was pretty good, especially when we haven't been real great this year. Um, it's it pretty nice to get a win against them guys. Lance, during that race, I know you have a ton of laps at Williams Grove, but it seemed like, again, this is just me watching through Dirt Vision, but there was like a moment, I don't know if it was halfway through the race, where all of a sudden it looked like, I'm watching, I'm like kind of cheering for you, I'm thinking, he knows he's got the car. It was almost like um, I saw you creeping forward and getting that bottom line that you run so well. Did it happen like that, or did you know from the get-go that you had a car to win? Actually, I didn't think we were that good. Um which you guys probably hear that a lot um, from me. But it was just weirder because I, you know, we got run around the top. I got up in line. I think I was running fifth. 
and we're all running around the top. And I moved down once or twice and really didn't feel like I lost any time. I didn't feel fast Mm -hmm. down there, but I didn't feel like I lost time to nobody. So we moved back up. And then once we got the lap traffic, I moved back down and it just, you know, I didn't feel good down there. I just slowed way up and it just, they couldn't get away no more. And, yeah, it might have been a combination of our car tends to get a little bit better later in races. Mm-hmm. And also maybe the top slowing down now enough, bounce the two lanes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, once I got to third, um, the closer I got to the front, the better I got. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a lot of times you get better air, cleaner air on your car. And when we had that restart um, with wherever it was, eight to go, um, I knew – I had to kind of get Brad as quick as possible if I could because um, Brent's too good and I didn't want him to get too far out. And um, we got a really good run at Brad, you know, one lap in after that restart and got by him. And, um, and then, you know, I, I just, you know, I could get through the corners pretty good by myself and I just didn't want Brent to see me down there. And, you know, earlier in race, he ran the bottom and I thought he looked pretty good there doing it. And he just never moved back down. and um. We were one time I got real close to him through three and four, and I kind of eased out of it a little bit so he didn't see my nose as much, and hoping he would not come back down, and he didn't. And then I passed him in one two. Was fortunate enough to get by him in one two, because um, if he moved down, that that would have been over for you know me. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was one of those deals. I didn't feel great, but it was just a. The more I slowed up. It's like the better I got. So mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't know, you know, the track. And this w- whole year has kind of been weird for us. I don't have a great feel in the race car. Um, I don't know if it's tires, frames, you know, just another season. You know, with dirt racing, you're always chasing it. So, you know, it just don't we don't have the the raw speed that we've had in years past. But I, but I think it just shows um, how tight, how close sprint car racing is now when you take the Pennsylvania guys and you've talked about, you know, Brent and Anthony and Danny. They, they, uh, there's, there's some – Pennsylvania is just loaded this year. Of course, the Outlaws, they're always loaded. In fact, maybe deeper than ever. Does that just kind of show how, how close things are that, that you're on a razor-thin edge where you're, you're, you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it? And then all of a sudden, even though you might not feel good, you can get it. Is that how tight things are right now? And it's so precise with everything, Lance? Well, it's kind of been that way for a couple of years. You know, yeah. everything involves, everybody catches up and, um, you know, it gets tired. Competition gets tired and tired. You just look at time trials. It always is really tight in time. And um, it just, you know, it's just one of those years. We just don't, you know, we haven't been real fast most of the year. Um, at either port or the grove um the port outlaw show at the end um our lap times were really really good but we were no good early no good in the heat race so yeah we need work on some things and um you know the other friday at at um the grove i felt okay against local guys um brent wasn't there and danny wasn't there um so and anthony wasn't there so you really don't know you know where you're at you know brent Brent is the best race car in the country right now. So um, it, it it was a good gauge to race against him to see where we were at. And, you know, hopefully we can keep improving and get a little faster as the year goes. Lance, the, the first question Steve asked, you know, how did it felt you seemed so excited and satisfied in victory lane to, to win one for Pennsylvania, to beat Brent. But what was it like for for Davey and and for Donald? What is their reaction? And, and then just the Pennsylvania fans. They must have been going a little crazy. Well, our fans are great. You know that, Aaron. They're, they're very vocal. They're very, you know, they love our sport. They love mm-hmm. sprint car racing. And, you know, believe it or not, I think they love the outlaws, too. They just don't want them to win. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just don't want them to win. They want the locals to win. And, and you know, our rivalry is so great and has been going on for so long. That's what makes it so neat for how long it's been going on, how long it's, you know, you know, us versus them type deal, mm-hmm. even though there's all kinds of respect back and forth as far as the teams and drivers and all that. Um, but, you know, we want to win. We want to beat them on our turf. And, um, you know, we're the area that's been fortunate enough to do it a good many times. You know what I mean? And, 
you know, we've been in a little bit of dry spell locally wise as far as beating them. But, you know, you know, I got it done Friday. Um, you know, we, we've had guys this, this trip then seemed like the local guys were better, you know, race against them better. Um, and I've, our strong point, I think in here is when tracks get slicker and drier. And, um, I think that kind of showed this in July, you know, it, it, it gets to be a little bit more chassis car driver at our, at our local tracks. You know, when being year in year, you know, you bar has some pretty stout motors and stuff to run against some guys. I I just I always find sprint car racing fascinating, and and we always had this conversation with uh, Greg Hodnett before we lost him. Is that you know is Pennsylvania outlaw fast this year or not? And Greg was always pretty spot on, pretty accurate with that. And I thought all along as we've looked at this year, Pennsylvania looks really really good. Lance, is there is there is there technology? Is it is it just teams getting their acts together. Why Why do we see these ebbs and flows? And, man, what's in the water in Pennsylvania? Because not only are you guys picking up the wind, but Brent and Anthony and Danny's awful fast wherever he goes. Is it, is it, is, is it a combination of things? Or how does that how – do, how do guys like you guys in Pennsylvania gain on the outlaws? And how does that work? Well, I think it's just desire to be competitive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's all about. We don't want to lose. You know what I mean? We don't want to get beat. You know, um, since I climbed in the 69K, it's all about winning. We're we're not there to run fifth. We're not there to run tenth. We could care less, you know, you know, about that type of stuff. We want to win races, and that's kind of what we build our programs on. And, you know, Brent, ever since he's got back in his own car, he's been a rocket ship, and um, – yeah, you know, I'm happy for his success. I just don't want it to be at my cost. So, um, <laughs> but he, you know, he's a great, he's a great guy. That's a great family. You know, I watched him grow up, you know, racing his own family deal and, you know, seeing the improvement over time. So, you know, he deserves all the success he, success he has had. Um, but he's really fast right now. And, and the thing about Brent is, He's not a predictable driver because he can run both places on the racetrack. He he can move around and be fast. Um, you know, Danny's kind of the same way. But Anthony's getting there. He's getting better at running the bottom. Um, you know, right now I would say mine and Danny's downfall some is we don't always qualify good enough right now. And um, we we actually turned a really good lap. We went out late, turned a really good lap on Friday, got us in the hunt. And that's what you have to do against those guys. You can't you can't bottom spots you need to get in that dash so you can see where you're at and you know you're not winning these races from 16th it's very hard to do that Lance you talk about qualifying being such a big factor which we always know it is in sprint car racing and maybe something you and Danny Dietrich are struggling with right now what what makes someone a good qualifier I mean obviously the track is usually heavy you need a strong motor but it's not just that there's more to it than just motor Oh, it's, it takes everything, and the the you know the times are so close. You um you you maybe get a little harder on yourself than you should when you actually sit back and look at the times and say, "Well, we're a tenth off. That's it." You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like we're a half second slow. Yeah. Well, that tenth is hard to find sometimes. You mean um you know, you have to have good run motors, which everybody does. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody that don't have good run motors nowadays. And you have to have the balance in the car good. And um, yeah, that's where we, you know, earlier in the year, we didn't have a very good balance in our race car to to, roll, to turn some good laps. And I think Danny struggles with the balance in his race car some to time. Um, but it, it just takes everything because it's so tight and qualifying. And, you know, then, you know, you have to kind of, you know, get some brakes go your way. You know, if that caution don't come out on Friday night, I don't win the race. I mean that's plain and simple. I think you know what I mean, um, but it did, and we 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 were third at the time and got by both of them guys to win it. So, but that's all part of the the game we all play. Yeah, fun stuff. Before we let you go, um, I uh, had a chance. I caught up with you at Linda Speedway on Thursday night, and I actually read a really really nice story in Area Auto Racing News this week about your son Cole and his micro racing. Um, what's it like being a dad of a race car driver, Lance? Uh, it, it, it's kind of difficult at times. Um, I handle a little better than his mom does, um, at times. Um, 
but it, it's different. I'm, I'm really proud of him because he never raced nothing in his life until this year. Yeah. And I think Saturday night was his 16th race and he's doing really good. You know, from my standpoint, um, there's no pressure on him. We, you know, we've had that discussion from day one. He just has to learn and get laps and, you know, he has speed and he runs really good. And, you know, the other week, I won at Linda's and we left. I mean, I won at the Grove and we left and they had three races at Linda's, a makeup race and three features to run for him. So I made there in time for the wing race and he told me I didn't need to come no more. So <laughs> he's kind of got it kind of figured out already some. So, um, no, him and, um, I have a, a family friend of, um, Tommy Beavers. Um, he's married to, um, Walt Dyer's granddaughter. So, um, that he kind of takes him to the races. He's been going with me the whole time, and he takes him when I can't go. And he'll get to start racing, but a little bit more about me. He did Saturday night, and um, you know, it, it's kind of getting more comfortable. With everything for everybody that you know, I trust them going away without me, and not so much Tommy with the race car and that stuff. It's Cole being prepared to go race. You know, get in the car on time and all that stuff. And he's doing a really good job of that. And um, they're. He's pretty fast at times when we get the car right for him. So, you know, during the 600 speed week, he ran two shows. Didn't time good, but I didn't expect him to. That's the first time he ever ran time trials in his life. So um, he improved from one night to the next. So we're getting better. There you go. Fun stuff. It really, truly is. And it's always a pleasure, Lance. We appreciate you taking some time out and joining us. We wish you continued success. And uh, we'll talk to you somewhere down the road, I am sure. Thanks again for joining us. Well, thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Steve, for having me on and look forward to talking to you again. There we go. That is Lance DeWeese. How about that? You know, one thing he said, we got Wayne Johnson coming up, and I want to get to Wayne because there's a lot of ground to cover with Wayne as well. (laughs) The one thing Lance said is about winning races. They're all about winning races. Lance, not running for points anywhere. Mm -hmm. Anthony Macri, not running for points anywhere. Brett Marks, not running for points anywhere. Danny Dietrich, not running for points anywhere. I think there's a lot said. Danny, Danny's post-race comments down at BAPS Motor Speedway is there was a race to win, and somebody was going to win it, and that's what we're here to do. And I think that sense of just just you've got four drivers in Pennsylvania that are kind of gunslingers right now. They're yeah. just showing up yeah. to win the race. Second doesn't matter. Fifth doesn't matter. And I think that's made those guys. Something to be said for that. That's yeah. made those guys really, really fast. When they get those cars dialed in, those four guys get those cars dialed in, I don't care who you are, and they're starting to take it on the road, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I think you could have your hands full. I just, I think that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's always good stuff with Lance. Yeah. It's like the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. said. That he was good said. stuff with Lance. That's always yeah. good stuff. Going for the lead, but you know, I didn't want to show my bumper, so I just eased out of it a little bit. Like yeah. in the world of Outlaw Race. In the world of Outlaw Race, I had to back off yeah, just, just a little bit. I didn't want to show my nose. Yeah. That's Lance DeWeese. All right. <laughs> From one of our favorites to another one of our favorites, Wayne Johnson, he joins us next. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
We are so fortunate. We get to talk to some of our favorite people on the planet. And uh, we, we, we just got done talking with Lance DeWeese, and we've dialed up the Sage Fruit Hotline. Another one of our favorites, Wayne Johnson, joins us fresh off from a win uh, down at I-30 on Saturday night. Hello, Wayne. How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. Uh, always great to have or get great to be on the show. You are fixing to do a lot of racing coming up five straight nights with the Sizzlin' Summer Speed Week Tour with the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. We'll talk a little bit about that, but um, with what you've been through, you've been, 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 been injured here, back behind the wheel of the race car, I would dare say I-30 was a pretty good win for you. Yeah, it was. You know, uh, thank God for a smooth racetrack over there. Tracy's crew did a great job keeping that thing smooth. So I'm hoping we get a lot of smooth racetrack this week with my back. So, but no, always great to get a win. Goodness gracious. So I read you have 14 bulging discs. Now, I don't really know exact. I mean, I know what a bulging disc means, but it sounds extremely painful. And wh- which discs are the ones that are bulging? Are they upper back, lower back? <laughs> Actually, there's a little in the upper and a little in the lower oh, boat. Actually, in the lumbar, in the lumbar is where it's giving me the most pain. Uh, but honestly, you know, they tell me there's nothing they can do for them. The best thing for me to do is rest. Unfortunately, there's no rest at this point of the year. So uh, just going to have to tough it out. So, so is I mean, out of the race car, Wayne. Let's forget about the race car. The race car, actually, with the seats and everything, you're kind of contoured and you're you're protected probably a little bit more. But out of the race car, does it does it hurt to stand, sit, lay down all the time? What is there a, is there a spot where you can can get a little rest or a little comfort from it? Well, when I lay, is the best thing to get off my feet and lay down. But uh, the yeah. part that bothers me the most is when I sit because you're bending your lumbar there and that's the most uncomfortable and that's the time that you got to sit in a race car. You know, you got to basically sit like you're in a chair. So it's, uh, it is what it is. You know, I'm not complaining about it. It's just, uh, unfortunate circumstances and, and, uh, you know, just going to have to do the best I can and tough it out as much as I can. But my big thing was, you know, I, I felt pretty good the week after that and then went to us 36 and didn't feel good at all. And the racetrack was really rough. So I parked the car that night because I had x-rays, but I never had an MRI. And I was just afraid that, you know, with the pain that I was having, I was going to really hurt myself. And so that's why I parked it and went, went and seen a specialist and made sure that I wasn't going to hurt myself permanently. And that was, that's why we parked it at US 36. And they just basically telling me that if I can stomach the pain, uh, I should be okay. So let me get this straight. I know you're you're always really good at following directions, but the what? doctor's or <laughs> doctor's orders were, hey, it's okay to hop back in a sprint car. Well, actually, what he told me was <laughs> that uh, you know I need rest uh, and off my feet and those things to be able to get it to heal faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was what his recommendations was. But my, I asked him and I told him what I was doing, and and he knew and he knew and. And uh, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to injure myself any worse. Mm-hmm. And uh, his actually what he said was, I've seen perfectly healthy backs, guy tripped and fall and, and hurt himself. So he said, the odds of, of it happening is, is, is slim to none. He said, I don't think that, uh, that you have anything in the, in the danger zone, I guess you could say what he said. And, and uh, so that's why I'm back at it. If he would have told me that, you know, I had a good chance to hurt myself bad. We'd probably be done, mm-hmm. but uh, he's pretty pretty adamant that that I'm still pretty healthy and and uh, you know I definitely got some problems there. But uh, doing what I'm doing I'm definitely is going to keep it flared up longer. Yeah. You mentioned you're healthy, and one of the things Wayne, you and I have talked about on the air, and we've talked about personally, is that over the last number of years you have worked on your fitness. That has got to be a blessing as you deal with this, that you have kept yourself very healthy and, and, and have worked hard on the, on the physical fitness part of your life. Yeah, for sure. You know, I haven't been doing the greatest here in the last, you know, few months and maybe a year, but it's just um, still do it, still go to the gym often. Uh, don't go every day like I did before just because life's getting in the way and work and trying to keep this thing going up and down the road with just me and one guy. So, but Definitely, I, I feel like that all the stuff prior to this has made it easier, you know, to take a crash like I, I did and uh, at my age. You know, I'm going to be 51 years old next Friday. So at my age, to take a crash like that and be able to get right back in a week later, 
uh, you know, definitely take in consideration that, you know, what I've done prior to this has, has definitely helped staying and trying to stay in shape. Oh, for sure. Wayne, aside from from the injury, you know, we talked to you when you came off the road with the World of Outlaws, kind of have been beat up and just struggling to keep up with the World of Outlaws. How nice has it been this year to have less hectic schedule, be on top of the point standing, winning races? How, how much of a relief and, and satisfying is that for you? Well, it's definitely more satisfying to win races. You know that as a racer. Uh, and when you don't ra- you don't win a race for two years and you, you're used to winning, you know, it was definitely a beat-down mental game. I didn't know if I was able to ever do that, you know, going to be able to, you know, I thought I'd lost my edge or however you want to say it. And it just goes to show you the talent out there on the road uh, with the outlaws and how tough that deal is because, you know, I come back to the, I don't want to call it the local level, but I would say the minor league level compared to the uh, compared to the outlaw deal. And uh, we're winning races. I think we won six races so far this year and, and been up front pretty much every night. So, it just goes to show you how tough that deal is. And do I miss it? I miss being on the road and, and going with those guys because they're definitely the best. But, you know, they've made me better as a racer, too. And uh, But I like being home now, too, so I'm home a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 finding that life balance, finding the balance as well. All right, so you, you raced at Batesville and I-30, uh, nights one and two. Well, one got rained out at uh, Tulsa. They've added it into tonight, so you're set for five straight nights. How are you set up? You ready to go? Everything good with the cars? Everything in good shape to get going for five straight nights? Yeah, we're ready to go. Everything should be good. We got all our spares. We got everything we need to do this thing. And uh, you know, Scott, I've got uh, just one one crew guy and and my stepson Tyler's helping now. He's he's almost thirteen, so he's been picking up the pace a little bit. But the biggest thing is, is it's going to be 108 degrees today here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, well, I saw that you have uh, meal prep from Sarah and my friend Paige. How, how's Paige doing? Oh, she's doing great. Yeah, they're they're taking care of. They're they're skipping out on the first three nights of this speed week and going to catch back up on the weekend. And and uh, so they're going to uh, they cooked us a bunch of food, and that way we don't have to go to McDonald's and all them crappy places, you know, during this this second week. So, but no, she's doing great, growing like a weed. Uh, she's almost as tall as me, to be honest with you. It's nuts. Oh my! My gosh! Yeah, I saw the pictures. Aaron, Aaron said food prep. I thought, oh my god, they may or may not race worth a darn, but they're going to eat good. That's for sure. They, um, pretty delicious. man, they had some yeah. good looking food there. As far as that goes, <laughs> Wayne, how do you how do you plan with the heat? Uh, will you will you maintain do the maintenance overnight? How what do you, do you have a game plan for for dealing with this heat? Well, we just try to do, you know, if, if the nights are over early, we'll try to do most of it, you know, right after the races. But the um, biggest thing is to try to get up and do it before the heat hits and then be able to get in the air conditioner and rest. And and there's just really no good way to do it, honestly. You're just going to have to tough it out and get with it. But, uh, you know, like I said before, this ain't the outlaw deal, so we definitely uh, probably don't do as much as we would would have to with the outlaw deal. So, it's uh, it makes it a little bit easier, but man, I'm not looking forward to this heat. I can tell you that for sure. And and you guys, you know, uh, something I'm going to bring up real quick before uh, is we're you know we got this five days in a row. We got two days off. We got to be in Lakeside for another race on Tuesday night next week, and then the 360 National. So we have the next two weeks are pretty packed. So we are we're gonna we're gonna skip the 410 Nationals this year. Just uh, That'll give me three weeks off until the next ASCS race, and so we're, that'll give me some a break and maybe get my back healed up a little bit before we go back to racing. So, you know, our big picture is to win this national championship. So, yeah, going to forego the four ten nationals this year. Wow! Wow! Surprising. Well, but uh, but that makes with where you're yeah. at and what's going on. There's a lot of logic to that. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it would be kind of smart to maybe give that rest, like the doctor mentioned. Wayne, is there anything that you're doing to help your back? I mean, you're talking about the heat, but you also have five nights in a row and all this racing plan. Is there anything that you can do? Is there like anti-inflammatories? Are you icing it? Is there anything you can do to help it? Well, <clears throat> the biggest thing that I've been doing is they just told me to uh, you know ibuprofen and. Mm-hmm. I try not to take it because I want it to work when I do take it. So, like, we've been off for a couple of days, so I haven't taken any. And so, like, tonight, about 4 o'clock, before we start doing anything, I'll take a 800-milligram ibuprofen just to get the inflammation, try to keep the inflammation and a little pain out every night. It's what I've been doing. It seems to be working for now. But 
I just try not to take it any other time. That way, when I do take it, it will work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in not taking it until you need it. The same thing. You don't yeah. build up. You don't build up your system on it. Final question for you, Rain, uh, Wayne. I saw a um, flyer on one of your Facebook pages. Um, Red Dirt Raceway, September second. Um, there's a race, and it's put on by Red Dirt Raceway, by ASCS, and by Wayne Johnson Racing. Are you uh, are you are you looking at a little promotional effort there coming up? Yeah, I am actually. Cody that owns Red Dirt Raceway is a really good friend of mine, and we. We've, uh, you know, he's had an all-star race there, and he's had he, he just has a phenomenal series or a, a track there. And, you know, it's outside Oklahoma City, and, you know, he wants to have an outlaw race, and they won't give him one, and he's just doing a great job there. It is a super fun racetrack. You know, the all-stars did had a race there, and I think everybody was ecstatic. Uh, I think Larson and and uh, Reitzel and uh, – Oh, Dietrich, I believe, was a three-way race there, like coming to the checkers. And it's just a really cool little facility. And, you know, is it the Taj Mahal? No. But anyway, yeah, I am, I'm included in this thing. That we're three-way partners with uh, Cody and with ASCS on that race. And going to do a lot of fun stuff and trying to build that up to maybe, in, in the, you know, next year have a, a two-day show there. And, and uh, you know, I'm out getting some support from some suppliers and trying to get some sponsor stuff to – just to make it a big event because, uh, you know, we don't have anything around here in Oklahoma City anymore that, that you know, we used to do Mar Car, you know, with the outlaws at the Oklahoma City Fairgrounds. And so they asked me to get involved, uh, and I'm excited about it because I've never did much promoting before, and who knows, that might be something down the road because uh, we all know that my days are numbered doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fascinating stuff. I saw that on there, and I was glad to see that. And uh, I'll be anxious to see how that all goes for you. Wayne, uh, love seeing your smiling face in victory lane. Love following along on your social media with Sarah, with Paige, with everybody else as well. Uh, but love chatting with you here on Wing Nation. We appreciate the time and wish you the best over the next five nights of racing. Well, thank you very much, Steve, man. You guys stayed cool, and uh, we'll see you here in a couple weeks. There we go. We will see you, that's for sure. That is Wayne Johnson joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us. We've got more in just a moment. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Wayne Johnson talked about the high heat, uh, and boy, I'll tell you what, it's been, I was in the uh, hotel room in um, uh, Pennsylvania this weekend, Todd Gordon is our former crew chief, Mm -hmm. uh, championship winning crew chief for Team Penske, he's our analyst, we're sitting there, and I was looking at, they had like the morning news was on, national weather, and all of the 90s and 100s. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like. 
I'll bet you, I mean, I'll bet you, I don't, I'll bet you that pay-per-view this last week or two has been just through the roof. Yeah. Because it's just, man, it's, it's just It's hot. hot. I, you know. I mean, so, thankful for sprint car people, we race at night. It helps. It helps. Sun's down. No doubt about it. I mean, it. those yeah. races midday. Whew. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of pay-per-view, Flow Racing is the ultimate digital home track for race fans everywhere. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. Flow Racing has something for everyone, like NASCAR Weekly Series Racing, Sprint Car Racing, as we know, Drag Racing, Off-Road Racing, and much, much more. Learn more at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Later this week, Chet Wilson, Raho Jack. Tomorrow's the birthday of Brad Doty. Today, Bruce Craig, Rich Vogler, and today is the 70th birthday of 2003 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Doug Wolfgang. Man. I love him. He's a great guy. In 1970, he started racing B-Mods at Hussett's Speedway. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into the whole story because it's just fascinating. Well, and the whole story with him with owners is fascinating because he never lasted long anywhere. No. Um, I think you can describe hard work, determination, focus, and he was always and to this day as uber critical of himself, which is weird to me. But it's made him uber successful because he's standing in victory lane pondering what went wrong and what they need to do better and everything like that. And that's what made him so good. Five-time Knoxville Nationals champion, 140 World of Outlaw wins, two Kings Royal wins, and there is just likely to, although Larson gave it a run a few years ago, likely never to be another era like 84 and then into 85. Bob Weikert, Davey Brown, they won 55 times. That's crazy. That year. Um, unreal. Uh, Lakeside Speedway, 1992, a serious injury. He raced a little bit after that, but was never the same and is retired. And uh, we just wish Doug Wolfgang a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. 70 birth, 70th birthday. Uh, he is enshrined in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Now, we're getting close to that time. And, Aaron, they have got a tribute to Ascot. I saw it when I was out there for the truck Did race. You really? It is fantastic. I, I need to see it's that. It's fantastic. And you could also become a supporting member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And, Aaron, it's not going to break the bank either. Nope. It's only $25. You get free admission to the museum and 10% discount on the museum store merchandise, which we all know that I, I love. Go to www.sprintcarhof.com. We have got a busy, busy week of racing coming up in the sprint car world. Um, and we talked to Wayne Johnson, and it starts tonight. The Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, Sizzlin Summer Speed Week. Tonight, Tulsa Speedway. Wednesday, Caney Valley, Kansas. Thursday, 81 Speedway in Park City, Kansas. I talked to some folks out there. They seem like they are just wonderful folks. Friday, Creek County Speedway in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, not too far from Tulsa. I saw when I was out there for the Chili Bowl and went and did my 5K, I saw signs for Sepulpa. Did you really? I almost went down. You didn't even send me a picture I of was that. going to, I was, I, my plan was, I was going to go down, I was going to run the race, and then I was going to go over to Sepulpa, which was just across yeah. the river, and take a picture of me with a sign, welcome to Sepulpa. The fact that it was nine zillion degrees below zero, not the sizzling summer heat yeah, of the now. Opposite. It was the opposite. I stayed in the heat of the car and said, Aaron's not getting a picture of Sepulpa. <laughs> I'll be back some other time. And then Saturday, it all wraps up at Salina High Bank Speedway in Salina, Oklahoma. So big, big time for the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Love those racers over there, and we'll be following along to see how that goes. I absolutely love this event, and um, it was actually one, as I lay out my calendar at the beginning of the year, I look at weekends. Um, you know, obviously, my NASCAR stuff is, is a priority, and time with my kids and family as a priority. Mm-hmm. Then I start looking at what sprint car weekends, where's this, where's that, what's going on, what are some local races I like to do. And this uh, family vacation to the beach won, and I'm grateful and looking forward to that. Um, but this was one that was it was under serious consideration. The Empire State Nationals at Weed Sport for the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car, Saturday and Sunday. I have so many fond and wonderful yeah. memories of Weed Sport. 
Um, and it's not the weed sport that we know now. I was now. just going to say, I have some fond memories there, but it didn't look anything like it's, it looks like This now. is not your father's. This is not Postman's. It's not Aaron's weed sport. Yeah. This is, uh, they have everything from a gourmet coffee shop oh. to a brew pub to a gourmet ice cream stand. Really? Yes, I didn't know absolutely. all these. So I might have had to put it on the calendar. There you go. Exactly. Well, maybe we'll have to go up there sometime. Um, plus the Dirt Motorsports Hall of Fame. Uh, plus the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. And I'm fairly confident that a couple of good cars from south of there may head mm-hmm. up that way as well. Um, although Port Royal has the Living Legends race on Saturday night, too. There's yeah. a lot of money at Port Royal, too. So it uh, makes it interesting, but uh, going to be a fun, fun week for the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars as they work to try to get a stronghold back in the state of New York. Um, they had a stronghold with the New York State Fairgrounds and then Rolling Wheels, and it's been kind of, Lebanon Valley. Yeah, Lebanon Valley had races. Fulton's had a couple of races. But it's not been, and I think the goal here is this, uh, this and, and Weed Sports a facility that can house this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, to, to, to maybe build this. This is the first, the Empire State Nationals, they ran a standalone race last year. David Gravel won the race. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Taos, uh, the, the All-Star Circuit of Champions, Thursday and Friday night, a big one, the Race Routine Foundation race at I-70. Friday night, $26,000 to win as they continue to raise awareness for race road, uh, the Race Rodine Foundation. Um, and then Saturday, Knoxville Raceway. Aaron, we know what it means when the All-Stars go to Knoxville. Yipper. This is the final 410 show before the week. The Cappy Classic is the next 410 show. Yep. They're at Knoxville. The All-Stars are out there, and I'm just going to be fascinated to see what happens. Um, I think that... I think that Knoxville this year, the storylines going into Knoxville this year are dynamic. Yeah. Ashley was talking yesterday on the program, and she says, I think you can make cases for about 10 different drivers that would not shock you if they won. There'd be big wins. Yeah. But would not shock you if they won the Nationals. I agree. And, I mean, think back 10 years ago or less than that, we would never say that. Lose anybody but Donnie. (laughs) Well, you that. know, and then it's become Brad. I mean, Jason yeah, Johnson had one. Right, exactly. Was, when you yeah. look at that, this is a race that's been dominated. And, and who knows? Donnie yeah. or Brad may go out there or, or, or Kyle, Kyle Larson might just go out there and spank everybody. But I think there's a lot of intrigue with what's yep. going on with with some great World of Outlaw teams and some great independent teams. Yep. Um, Reitzel's looking awful good out there on the home front. Yep. You can never count out Brian Brown, especially yep. with Danny Lasoski coaching there. You can never count him out. Does a Justin Henderson, does someone just get fired off and go really, really well? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gio Selzy gets around there yeah. so well. He won the 360 Nationals. Uh, the Outlaws, you've got six or seven of them that is a, a, a no-brainer. No-brainer. No-brainer as far as that goes. Brett Marks won with the, with him, with the um, World the, of Outlaws there earlier this year. Yeah. Um, well, right there, you, you, you're all you're of a sudden you're out of hands. Yeah. yeah. You know. Exactly. Uh, the Nationals are going to be awesome. We're going to be there. VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit Wednesday through Saturday, August 10th through the 13th. We'll be on the Hercules Tire Entertainment stage. It'll be Ashley and I. Ashley's going for her vodka lemmings that she didn't have last year. I know, year. and I'm not even going to get to enjoy them. Yeah, exactly. She she was on, uh, She we were not aware of it, that she was she was drinking duds last year because she was with child. I knew. You knew. Yeah, you were her, you were her partner in crime yes. there. Yeah, I was actually the first person she told, other than obviously David, because she knew I would call her out. Yes, for not drinking exactly, and <laughs> so, so I had to help her with the. Duds. You helped her. You were you were the run. You were the. David you were was the like, run. wait a second. We haven't told our parents so, yet. He's so, like, she'll know. I have so, to tell her. So you drank all of the live ones. What well, a friend you are! I know. What a good I, friend you are. When, you know, you got to do. These she drank things. all the duds. Yeah. Well, I'm standing there one time going toe to toe with her. I'm like, my God, she's putting them away here tonight. You know, and then so um, it you all had a little sense. deal going on. With yes, the, you had the, with the Iowa beer bus. Yeah, because you got to make you, her duds. You whispered to those people. Uh-huh. She whispered to you. You whispered to those yeah, people. We had a whole and I'm system. like, come on, let's drink, let's drink. And I'm Ashley's like, okay. Like, you're like okay because you're in double doses, and Ashley's drinking duds. She's like, let's go. And there was a few times some people would hand them to her, and I'm like, oh, all right, sure, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's Knoxville, and it's going to be awesome, and it's coming up, and we cannot wait. For the NOS Energy Drink, Knoxville Nationals, presented by Casey's General Store. Again, we're going to be live shows out there August 10th through the 13th. Wing Nation gear is available at www.shopwingnation.com. Those of you in Knoxville, those of you at I-70 can get it on the Justin Peck Tom Book Motorsports trailer. It is out there this week, so you can get that for sure. Coming up, uh, we can follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Our YouTube page has all of these interviews. 
Uh, Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, talking about the All-Stars. Sunshine joins us this weekend. Tyler Courtney had a great visit with him. Uh, he was a little downtime. He he wrapped up with us. We're all going to do our things. Ashley's going to take care of the baby. I'm going to work the summer shootout. And he says, I'm going to have an adult beverage. I saw you. Was that uh, Lake Ozark yeah. or somewhere? Yeah, yeah, Lake Ozark. So while he was going to have the uh, the adult beverage, we were cussing him out while he was doing <laughs> that. But a great, great visit with Sunshine. That is Wednesday night on Rev, Friday and Saturday on MAV-TV. We are most grateful for Lance DeWeese and for Wayne Johnson for joining us here on Wing Nation. More important, though, than all of that, and we say it every week, and we sincerely mean it. Oh, by the way, like, share, repost this show if you like it. Like, share. That's how that's how we're growing things these days. That's how we're growing these things days. these days. That's how the kids are doing it. That's how the kids are doing it. So if you like the show, like, share, repost. So for Aaron Everdam, I'm Steve Post. We sincerely do appreciate you joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.